Today's episode of Styled Social, the podcast, is sponsored by Skillshare. If you're unfamiliar with Skillshare, it's a website with thousands of courses brought to you by the best of the best in their industries. I've said time and time again on here that it is so important to educate yourself in order to achieve your career goals, make more money, reach more clients, grow your community, and just become more successful overall. I'm so excited to be partnering with them because I've been using Skillshare literally since I started Styled Social to learn how to start a business, build a successful business model, improve my graphic design and branding skills, grow my socials and online community, tap into the algorithms on our favorite social media platforms, and just be able to give my clients the best digital marketing experience possible. Plus, there's tens of thousands of other areas and niches to explore, and it's just a great, great way to learn a new skill and better yourself in your career. I have an exclusive discount for you guys that you can only find here, which is 30% off your annual Skillshare membership with code ANNUAL30AFF. That is ANNUAL30AFF, and I'll be sure to include this code and a link in the episode description. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to Styled Social, the podcast. I'm your host, Peyton, and... First off, I just want to apologize for ghosting you guys. (laughs) As you know, I haven't been posting to the pod or to Styled Social Podcast on Instagram for the past month, month and a half, but allow me to explain myself. I really needed this hiatus to just kind of focus on stepping into a very, very new season of my life as my best self and adjust because I have been undergoing some very, very big life changes and things have just totally shifted with work. Everything very, very positive. Everything's good, nothing negative, but you know, a lot of changes, no matter how positive they might be, it can, you know, be tough sometimes and require you to really give them your full attention. So that's where I've been. And I really, really hope that you guys can understand But yeah, like I said, all positive things, all good things. I will get to catching you guys up in a minute. So I know I've mentioned some big life changes. So here's an exciting little recap of my past month and a half and why I've been away. So work, let's start with that. A couple new clients, which have been very, very fun. I love getting new clients. I love, you know, getting to work as someone who works in social media marketing and runs a digital marketing agency, getting to work with a variety of different businesses and business owners from all different walks of life. So, so fun. That's why I absolutely love my job. And some of my recurring clients as well, who, you know, with it being the new year, really wanted to kick it into high gear and plan some event campaigns, launches, that kind of stuff. So, you know, as always, I have been giving them my full undivided attention. Um, A lot of other really exciting business ventures. I'm getting to commute to places like Los Angeles and Palm Springs a lot more, which has been a huge, huge goal of mine. And it's finally happening and it's just so exciting. I live in Southern California. I don't live in LA or Palm Springs, but I live in Southern California. And as I mentioned, a goal of mine has really been to just to commute more for work and to see more and to go on more outings and that kind of stuff, whether that be for content creation or, you know, grabbing lunch with a client or whatnot. 
So getting to go to LA and all of that has been really fun. And Palm Springs, just as of recently, has become a place that I've kind of had like my sights set on for work. I don't have any clients in Palm Springs or like the Palm Desert area right now, but I, it would be a dream of mine, or it is a dream of mine, (laughs) to have like a boutique hotel client or something out there or like a trendy restaurant or bar or something. Oh, I just crossing my fingers for that. I would love, love, love for that to happen by this summer. Cause just imagine getting to go out there and create content for them and work with them. And it's just, my job's like not even a job, you guys. It's like the best thing in the world. So anyways, there's my little, my little rant, not quite a rant, but you know, (laughs) anyways, um, Late January, one of my best friends, Rachel, celebrated her birthday, and like I said, I live near LA, and I've been to LA plenty of times, but I hit the club scene in LA for the first time in my life, and it was it was culture shock, for sure. <laughs> so we stayed in an Airbnb right off of Sunset Boulevard for a night. It was so nice. First, we went to a club in Koreatown, I believe, called Terracotta, which was so, so fun you know, as a basic white girl, (laughs) here I am kind of throwing myself under the bus. I love like mainstream music and Terracotta. I don't know if it was just the DJ that night, but Terracotta played very mainstream music. And I was just like living my best life. Like all the Dua Lipa, like Justin Bieber, all of that kind of stuff was going on in there. And I was like, this is great. Some Fisher, some like mainstream EDM. I love Fisher. Such a good time. Music, 10 out of 10. I know you guys can come at me for not, you know, being in like super into like deep house music or whatnot or the other kind of music that's played often at clubs, but it was a vibe for me. (laughs) And then next we hit Hyde on Sunset. You've probably heard of Hyde before if you're familiar with LA and the club scene. It's like the place to go on Sunset. And this is when I say culture shock, you guys. First of all, the women in this club were so drop-dead gorgeous. I was just stunned. I have never been surrounded by so many gorgeous women. Like, I can understand why people are kind of intimidated by LA. Like, there are so many pretty people in LA. It's ridiculous. I don't think... I think every single woman in that club that night was like, a 10 out of 10, maybe even 11 out of 10. I was just like awestruck. Okay. Crazy. Anyways, there's that. Also, we're just in the club, right? And we're chilling and whatnot. And all of a sudden, like two little bald heads brush brush past me and I look and it's Brett and Jason Oppenheim from this like Selling Sunset. You guys know that show on Netflix. And I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) I'm a huge, huge Selling Sunset fan. I have watched every single episode, every single season. And I like a tap. I don't know who it is that's next to me at the time. The second one that walked by, I tap him. I'm like, can I take a picture with you really quick? And he's like, yeah, it turns out it was Brett. But anyways, I met Brett. I guess saw Brett and Jason from Selling Sunset. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And it was kind of embarrassing because like I said, this was my first time ever doing the whole like LA club scene and I really didn't even get like the full experience we only went to two clubs I didn't really do like the four or five club bar hop whatever that people do when they're there 
I was learning. It was a learning experience for sure. (laughs) But like, it was kind of embarrassing because nobody else wanted pictures with them. It was just me. And I thought to myself like, wow, like I'm definitely giving like tourists right now (laughs) or like not local vibes. But anyways, that happened. I don't regret it. I have a picture with Brett Oppenheim. And anyways, so that happened. And one of my big pieces of news for you guys slash life changes is that I am a mother to a dog. (laughs) I had you guys there. I am a dog mom. I have a 14-week-old golden retriever puppy named Harlow. She has all of a sudden in like the past month and a half, you guys become the center of my world. I feel like I carried her for nine months and spent 48 hours in labor with her. Like, I feel like this is my biological child. I just love her that much. Anyways, it's been all roses and butterflies and whatnot, but you know, the other side of having a puppy that not very many people talk about is that it is a lot of work and it is gross and it is stressful. (laughs) You know, I've had to puppy proof my apartment, okay? So I'm recording this in my living room right now so Derek and the dog can sleep. And I'm looking at my couch and it is covered in blankets. Like my beautiful aesthetic living spaces couch is covered in blankets so she doesn't like claw it and whatever. She gets crumbs and stuff up there from like her treats and all that. But yeah, we used to have like some baskets and stuff out on the floor and those are all gone. And you know... Part of our kitchen table has been chewed, but luckily our kitchen table is from Amazon and is not, you know, the nicest thing in the world. It's just temporary. So, but yeah, we have a baby gate in front of our bedroom door and we can't keep our toilet paper on the toilet paper holder because she'll run with it throughout the house like streamers. But it's been, it's been a little tough not having my aesthetic, beautiful apartment that, you know, I put so much time and energy and thought into, but it's all worth it. Also, puppies are like babies. Keeping an eye on her 24-7, you know, so she doesn't eat anything dangerous or get stuck somewhere, chew furniture. I also started her a TikTok account, okay? And I started this TikTok account to kind of, because you guys, she grows so fast. She, we got her, she was like eight pounds now. She's like 20 something pounds. But anyways, she grows so fast and I just wanted to kind of document like her growth and her adventures that we take her on and whatnot and her TikTok blew up to like I think right now we have like 32,000 followers on there and like over 2 million almost 3 million likes and her TikTok blew up and we're getting like press invites to pet events in Los Angeles now and you know, collaboration invites and all that kind of stuff, which has been super, super, super cool. But this is the first time like I have ever dealt with like, I wouldn't necessarily say being an influencer because it's not me. It's the dog. Like she's literally the influencer and I'm just her manager or her momager. But like, this is the first time I've ever really dealt with this kind of thing before. And let me tell you, it's like a full-time job literally like a full-time job she has her own email now and we're constantly like negotiating terms of collaborations and whatnot and press invites and stuff like that for like pet expos and all of that and it's just like it's a full-time job like these girls that are influencers I can't even imagine like people like Alex Earl like who have followers in the millions nonetheless like a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand followers like my goodness 
this is work (laughs) and this is just a dog. Like I can't even imagine what some of these influencers who, you know, are people, (laughs) what they go through, but you know, it's been super, super rewarding. It's also been an adjustment having to post on her TikTok multiple times a day, you know, because it's required for collaborations and whatnot, but it's been an adjustment, but it's been really fun. Um, navigating that has been very interesting. Another big ish piece of news is that I am officially in the early stages of purchasing my first home. I'm currently neighborhood shopping right now and just doing some like drive throughs and looking around at different neighborhoods and what shopping centers are nearby and you know, if it's safe and whatnot. My next step after I figure out like what neighborhoods I really like, because I don't even have like a set city that I'd like to live in. I really don't know. I know that for sure we're going to be staying, and when I say we, me and my boyfriend Derek, we're going to be staying in Southern California, but I mean, we're looking at San Diego, we're looking at like Orange County, like we're, we're not, you know, confined to one city as of right now. So we really have a lot of like narrowing down to do but yeah my next step after I figure out like what neighborhoods I really like is to really sort out of like all of my financials and kind of figure out like how much I'm willing to put down combined with Derek of course what my ideal monthly mortgage payment would be my budget for renovations because as you guys know I'm really really into interior design and would love to make my home my own and that's something that I know that I'm going to want to do right off the bat when I purchase a home and move in so budgeting and all of that good stuff would be our next step and then around July and August I really want to start looking at like individual homes maybe even June and putting offers in because our lease is up October 31st and I don't want to be stuck in a situation where, you know, I have to extend my lease for a couple more months because that can be expensive, you know, the shorter your lease term is, or, you know, having to move all of our stuff into storage and staying with my parents for a couple months or something like that. I don't know. I want to be able to pack it up and just move into my new home. So we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you guys updated. Um, And then another super random update, but I may be going on a very random trip next week. I don't know. I have a very spontaneous best friend. Her name is Kirsten. We went to the University of San Diego together and she's like, everyone has that one spontaneous friend. She's my spontaneous friend. We've done spontaneous mammoth trips. We've done spontaneous Hawaii trips. Like, I feel like I'm missing something. But yeah, we just, she's the queen of spontaneity. Is that how you say it? spontaneity I should know this I was an English major in college but anyways when she says that she wants to go on a trip next week like she means business like she will go on that trip next week and you know as someone who works from home I have the means to do it you know Derek will be home to watch the dog he is going on a trip late this month to Oregon and I'm watching the dog so he kind of owes me this favor Derek if you're listening to this But yeah, we're thinking about like Miami, somewhere tropical. I don't know, Hawaii again. We already did that, so probably not. Uh, Monaco is thrown in there, Ibiza, St. Barth's. We don't know, but stay tuned because I think something's going to happen next week. I really don't know, and I'm really unprepared. You know, I wish I could have gotten my hair done earlier and gotten a spray tan and whatnot, but we're going out on a limb. 
<laughs> so anyways, let's get on into our weekly segment. So my weekly intention is to get into the gym at least four times this week. I know that's been a weekly intention of mine before, and I was doing pretty good with that for a while, but as you guys know by the title of this episode, I've kind of fallen off my horse lately, <laughs> and this episode's all about pulling ourselves out of a rut, as I'm kind of doing right now, um, and I haven't been going to the gym. I haven't been consistent. I think I went once this week, and this episode is getting recorded late, late Thursday night. I went Tuesday night, I think, to the gym. But yeah, I'd really like to go four times a week again because I just, I haven't been going. It's been tough. Motherhood to a puppy has been tough. Anyways, my weekly favorites. So I'm not late to this trend. I just haven't been posting episodes of the podcast. But the NYX Jumbo White Eyeliner Pencil. Okay, I hopped on the trend when it was trendy. I know it's like, you know, everyone knows about it, but... It is one of my weekly favorites. I love that thing, you guys. Shout out Alex Earl. Oh my goodness. White on your lower lash line just makes your eyes appear so much bigger and brighter and just makes them pop. Absolutely love it. I've never tried white eyeliner before until our queen, Alex Earl, but I've been absolutely loving that product and it stays, okay? I don't really splurge on eye pencils. Like I'm not gonna go buy like the Urban Decay eye pencil. I have had the Urban Decay eye pencil once, but I think I was gifted it. But I mean, I'm not going to go splurge on like a $22 like eyeliner pencil because I just hardly use it. I'll sometimes use a black like wet and wild eyeliner pencil if like I'm kind of going for that early 2000s like black liner look for going out or something like that. But you know, I don't really splurge on eyeliner pencils, but this, I believe it's like $4.99 and it stays all night long. It's just, it's crazy. I'm going to go back. I'm going to pick it up in a couple more colors, maybe black, maybe like a fun green or something to bring out my eyes. Cause my eyes are green, but yeah, the NYX jumbo white eyeliner pencil. Absolutely love it. Also the elf soap brow. Okay. I've gotten my eyebrows laminated before, I think like two years ago and it was a very shitty experience. Okay. And I'm not saying that the place that did it was bad and that, you know, it'll be bad for anybody. I think most people have really good experiences with eyebrow lamination, but hear me out. I have pube brows, pube brows. Yes, pube, P-U-B-E. Like my eyebrows (laughs) are so thick and coarse and it just like, I think it's me. Like, I think it's my eyebrows. It just did not work for me. The hairs were sticking every which way on like day two. It was just horrible. But the thing I love about the elf soap brow is that I can have that laminated look whenever I want because some days I'm just, you know, not feeling the laminated look. It stays so much better than my first lamination job that I've had. And this is like a $3, like don't quote me on that price. I'm probably wrong, but like a $3 product from the drugstore. Crazy. Absolutely love it. And then my final weekly favorite is the Trader Joe's cookie butter ice cream. This is like my current favorite dessert. Not much else to say about it. Just don't knock it till you try it. All right, now let's get on into the bulk of today's episode, which is how to pull yourself out of a rut. Like I said, a lot of big life changes have been happening over here on my end and all good things, but with all of these changes and 
you know, having a lot of my plate, I've found myself to be in kind of a rut and I'm just not feeling myself. I'm just not, you know, sticking to my routines, not feeling like my normal self. My productivity levels have been low. So I'm no expert on how to pull yourself out of a rut, but this is something that I am going through right now. So I thought that I would share some of the things that have really, really helped me if this is something that you are also experiencing as well. So first and foremost is to deep clean your space. I don't know about you guys, but when my apartment is dirty, it's just like not it for me. (laughs) I'm someone who has to put like all the dishes in the dishwasher, wipe down countertops and tidy up like the bedroom, the living room every single night. But sometimes when I find myself like in a rut, I kind of let go of those habits. And there's just like no denying that a clean space can make you feel so much better, whether cleaning is something you like or despise. So just do it, you guys. I don't really mind cleaning, but something about like deep cleaning my space, just knowing that'll feel so much better and like more put together and productive afterwards just makes me happy. And it's honestly therapeutic. When I deep clean my apartment, some of the essentials for me are swiffering the floors. These are like things that I don't do on a daily basis, but swiffering the floors, especially now that I have a puppy, my God, you guys, my floors are disgusting. (laughs) Clorox wiping like door and cabinet handles light switches and like frequently touched surfaces especially in like the fall and winter months when a lot of like bugs are going around washing towels washing and folding like bath towels all that kind of stuff cleaning the bathroom and then wiping down bedroom surfaces I wipe down the kitchen and the bathroom surfaces a lot more than the bedroom surfaces but wiping down those bedroom surfaces as well My next tip for you guys is to do your household chores. And this kind of goes hand in hand with deep cleaning your space. As tedious as it is to do household chores, the feeling you get from knowing they're done is unparalleled to that gross feeling of knowing you have like a laundry list of things to do. Whether these are everyday things like doing the dishes, making the bed, doing laundry, wiping the countertops, or maybe these are things you've been needing to do for a while and have been putting off like you know, cleaning out the refrigerator, cleaning the bathtub, reorganizing underneath your bathroom sinks, which is something I have to do, cleaning the windows, etc. I promise you guys, getting your butt up and getting done what needs to be done, even if it feels annoying and is like the last thing that you want to do, it feels so good afterwards. A household chore that really helps me get back on my game is doing laundry. Having nothing to wear sucks, as we all know. And knowing that you have a closet full of clean clothes is such a big stress reliever for me. All right, number three, treat yourself to a confidence-boosting beauty service. Do something special for yourself because you deserve it. There's just something about like booking an appointment, anticipating that appointment, going to the appointment, and feeling like a million bucks afterwards. Maybe this is getting your hair done or just getting like a light, healthy trim or like a toner or a gloss you don't have to go all out and like color your hair um getting a mani-pedi a facial a massage or even like a cosmetic procedure that you've been wanting for a while also little disclaimer when it comes to cosmetic procedures like fillers botox dysport kybella cool sculpting you're going to find that i am all for it i don't think it's necessary whatsoever unless it's for actual like medical purposes like i know some people get botox for medical needs of course But I think that at the end of the day, the only opinion that the only opinion of you that truly matters is your own. And if getting your lips done or your boobs done or your wrinkles relaxed makes you feel happy and confident, then you do you. 
nobody else's opinion matters. If you want to go get all that kind of stuff done, you do you. This month, I'm actually planning on doing a little glow up before the weather warms up. I might do an episode where we get a little bit more into this. I don't know, but I have a hair appointment on March 13th and I went brunette. Okay. I'm someone who's naturally brunette. I mean, I don't even really, I don't know my natural color as horrible as that sounds. I've been going blonde since I was blonde as a little kid. And then my hair kind of darkened once I got a little older and I've been, you know, doing highlights and whatnot and balayages since middle school which is what, like over 10 years ago now. So like, I don't know if I'm like a dirty blonde naturally or brunette. I think I'm brunette because of my roots. I just, I don't know. But I've been brunette for the first time in like 10 years, the past couple months. I went brunette for the winter. And while it was like a fun, cute change, I just do not feel like myself. So your girl will be going back to blonde. Um, I really want to do something with my lashes not necessarily like get my lashes done, but I want to start with like a lash lift and tint and see if that makes a difference because my lashes are kind of light and they're very straight. And so I want to make them pop a little bit more, but we'll kind of see. I want to play around with that kind of stuff. I also want to get my lips done. I've had them done twice before, but it's been a year since I've last had them done. I used to get them done like during college. <laughs> And I think I'm ready for another like half a syringe just to treat myself and feel sexy after motherhood has really slapped me across the face, you know, with my puppy. I, you know, I can't even, I give mad props to real human mothers and fathers because, oh my God, if having a dog is this much work, I can't even imagine what like a real human raising it until it's like ready to fly the coop at like 18 or something. I can't even imagine like, wow. So props to you guys out there. If you're a mom, your dad listening to this, you have my honest, like full respect. Like I just, wow. I think the world, (laughs) but yeah, motherhood just takes it out of you. Anyways, number four, is this number four, number four, number five? I don't know. Give yourself something to look forward to and plan for. I don't know if this works for everybody, but this is something that really works for me when it comes to pulling myself out of a rut. Normally, what defines a quote-unquote rut for me is just kind of doing like the same thing every day, like working from home, sitting inside on my computer at my desk, not really having anything exciting to look forward to. And of course, like right now, a lot of life changes that have kind of been thrown my way and have thrown me off my daily routine. This can be anything from like a simple coffee date with a friend to planning a full-blown summer trip. So plan a mall trip with a friend this weekend. Buy tickets to a concert. I really want to go to a concert. I haven't been to a concert in so long, you guys. I mean, I see like DJs at clubs and stuff. Like I saw Fisher and Jonas Blue and Loud Luxury last summer and that was iconic. And maybe that can be considered like a concert because those are some pretty big artists. But I haven't gone to like... A concert concert in a really long time. Fun fact, I went to like 10 One Direction concerts, but that's besides the point. Plan a romantic dinner at home with your significant other. Plan a date night at home with yourself. So go shopping for dinner ingredients and face masks and Epsom salts and then come home, cook yourself a nice meal and do your spa night, whatever that means to you. 
Um, something that I've been really wanting to do with Derek, my boyfriend or a friend is color me mine. And I don't know if this is like a franchise thing that's outside of California or in other countries. Let me know if it is, but color me mine is like a pottery painting place. So cool. You guys, you go, I've been when I was a little kid, but you go and you like pick out like a sculpture or like a cup or something like that and you paint it and then they glaze it and you pick it up either later that day or like another day that week but I really want to paint like a cute little mug or like teacup set or something I don't know something fun that's been on my bucket list Another one is to get outside and get some sunshine. As someone who worked from home, I know that being inside at my desk all day contributes to me <laughs> feeling like shit. Also, we literally, as human beings, require vitamin C and sunshine to live our healthiest lives. So go for a walk or jog or listen to a podcast while you're on your walk or jog. <laughs> walk to your favorite coffee joint instead of driving there. Go for a hike or a nature walk or walk through a park or something. Take your laptop and work outside at a coffee shop or restaurant patio. Something that I've been doing lately to get outside more is taking Harlow to the dog run at our apartment complex morning and night, or I'll take her to the dog run once a day and take her on a nice long walk to tire her out through the city. Um, I'm also in the process of making our patio in my apartment a cool place to kind of hang out during the summer and maybe eat dinner, have drinks with friends, have coffee, read in the morning, whatever. Um, I have a patio set already out there and I just bought some solar powered like string lights to hang and I'm thinking of maybe adding some plants or an herb garden, a citronella candle to keep the mosquitoes away or like a little tabletop fireplace for, you know, setting the vibe, roasting marshmallows. And then last but not least is re, oh, second to last, second to last, reset your diet with healthy whole foods. I have a problem with letting my eating habits go when I'm not feeling like myself. And I know a lot of you guys can relate as well. So, you know, if this is something that you struggle with, you are not alone. Hot Cheetos. Okay, not hot Cheetos. The Chester's hot fries. Those are my guilty pleasure. They have been my guilty pleasure since I was like in early high school, you guys. I can't, I can't even count on both hands the amount of like hot cheeto bags that i have indulged in over the past like month and a half it's embarrassing they're so good though and they just hit late at night like they just hit i would literally door dash them to my apartment but something that i've done recently that has made me feel so much more me is go on a shopping spree at trader joe's you guys know trader joe's is my favorite and buy protein, fruits, veggies, healthy snacks, breakfast goods to encourage me to eat breakfast because as we all know, it's easy to kind of skip breakfast if you have to be up and at it in the morning. Smoothie ingredients, etc. So some of my favorites that I love to cook with or take with me as a snack while I'm on the go are the bag of frozen chicken breasts. I do not take these as a snack on the go. I cook with these, but the bag of frozen chicken breasts from Trader Joe's the limon alfredo pasta sauce, the cacciawi pepe pasta sauce, or the traditional vodka sauce. So good, especially if you cook one of those frozen chicken breasts and kind of shred it up or cut it up and add it to the pasta. Um, for breakfast, I like to do a tub of yogurt with toppings to customize it, such as fresh bananas, blueberries, nut butter, granola, and honey. And then for snacks, I love their trail mix packets. 
applesauce pouches. I'm like a little kid. (laughs) The ABC bars that are like cocoa and they're filled with almond butter. And I also the other day made, or I got the dried pitted dates from Trader Joe's and I split them open and I stuffed them with peanut butter and then sprinkled cinnamon over them and put them in the fridge and they are so good to take out on the go. And then my favorite smoothie add-ons from Trader Joe's are the frozen the frozen spinach, frozen pineapple, strawberries, you know the deal. Um, I do fresh grated ginger, Greek yogurt, frozen zucchini, all of that kind of stuff. I'm not at all saying that eating junk food or your favorite snacks and fast food from time to time is bad at all. I love hot Cheetos and I love Taco Bell. I am just... Ugh, me and Taco Bell have, Taco Bell came first. I loved him first. And I will never give those things up. But what I'm saying is that it can make you feel so much better and more energized when you focus on giving your body the proper nutrition that it needs instead of just eating what's most convenient. I will always allow myself Taco Bell runs. I love their potato tacos. That's like one of my favorite things on the menu. And their chicken quesadilla with the creamy jalapeno sauce, just chef's kiss. But that's something that makes me happy. And you shouldn't completely cut out the foods that may not be the best for you, but make you happy. Because in the end, it is all about balance. All right, now last but not least, move your body. On the days where I don't move my body, I feel so stiff and lethargic and just bleh. And I know when you're not feeling yourself, it can be hard to get your booty in the gym. I'm struggling with this right now, but I promise you the gym will leave you feeling so much better afterwards than when you found it. You don't have to go from not exercising at all to suddenly doing like hour-long spin classes or a Barry's boot camp class, unless like that's how you roll, of course. But getting out for a quick hot girl walk, responding to emails on the treadmill or spin machine for 15 minutes, stretching when you first wake up and or before bed, doing yoga on your living room floor, taking the stairs instead of the elevator or escalator. No matter how intense your movement is, just move. I promise you it'll make you feel so much more energized and just overall better. So just to recap, today we talked about ways to pull yourself out of a rut, which include deep cleaning your space, tackling those household chores, treating yourself to a confidence-boosting beauty service, giving yourself something to look forward to and plan for, getting outside and getting some vitamin C, resetting your body with healthy, nutritious foods, and last but not least, moving your body at least once a day. I hope this list was able to help or inspire you in some way, shape, or form. As always, my DMs are always open for any comments, questions, suggestions that you may have, or even if you just want to say hi. You can DM me at Styled Social Podcast on Instagram. Also, this is a gentle reminder to always, always, always be kind to yourself and give yourself the grace and compassion you deserve. Please do not beat yourself up for not quite feeling like yourself or finding yourself in a rut. It's normal and it happens to everyone, myself included. Go at your own pace and don't participate in any kind of negative self-talk if you're taking some time to get back on your horse. Once again, everyone goes at their own pace, which is totally normal and okay. If you feel like the rut you're in is maybe more than just a rut, there are so many mental health resources out there that are available to you. I'll list some of them in the caption below. And as always, you can DM me if you're feeling down in the dumps or just want some advice. Today's episode is a bonus episode, so you'll catch us right on time with the next epi on Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll chat soon. Bye.